Welcome to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast, where every week, Kirsten and Jeannie dive into the essential topics to fuel your business growth. From copywriting to course creation, mindset to video marketing, they've got you covered. Tune in for expert guest interviews on all things marketing and business, and learn how to work on your business, not just in it. So, get ready to unlock your business potential and take it to the next level. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We're really grateful that you chose to spend a little time with us today. And I'm excited to introduce you to our amazing guest. Her name is Michelle Van de Poss. She is from GP Publishing. She's an author, a TEDx speaker, a business coach. She's also the co-founder of Grace Point Publishing, who are innovators in collaborative partnership publishing to help you get your book actually published. That's what they do. So today we're going to talk about who shouldn't write a book. So, Michelle, we're so grateful to have you. Welcome. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm really curious if you get your point of view on who really shouldn't write a book. Yeah, so it's not if you're a terrible writer. That's not what it is. Hmm. So most of us have a nudge, a calling, something in our heart, something that says, oh, I should write a book. If you don't have that, don't do it, right? It's like I give an example of I have no nudge, calling, a desire to jump out of an airplane, right? So I don't need to do it. It's not part of my life's path. It's not part of my mission. It's not on my heart. If you don't, and I've talked with people who are like, yeah, I've never really wanted to write a book. People tell me I should, but I've never really, don't, right? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of internal exploration. It takes time. It takes money. It takes editing. It takes personal up-leveling and internal fighting with yourself, right? So it's an exploration. And if you're not called to do it, there's no reason to do it. You don't have to do it. It's not like one of those things you must do to be in business or to have a successful life. But I do think there are a lot of experts out there and gurus saying you have to write a book. Right. Want to get on stages, you have to write a book. If you want to build a big audience, you have to write a book. So I do feel like that a lot of those people, a lot of people are being told that. Right. I like the fact that you follow your natural instinct. Right. It's not true. There are plenty of big time coaches, successful entrepreneurs who have not written a book. Now, eventually you may change your mind, right? Eventually you may say, okay, now I think I'm ready to write a book or now I want to write a book. But there are plenty of successful entrepreneurs that sell all kinds of things from tires to have restaurants to all kinds of things who don't have a book, right? And there are restaurateurs and chefs who do have a book. So it's totally up to you and your internal calling. But being a bad writer is not one of the reasons to not write a book. Perfect. So if people are thinking, hang on a minute, I should write a book. Yeah. And I'd like to, I feel like it's in my bones, it's in there and it's ready to come out. How would I start? Where do I go about? Yeah. So the mistake, so this isn't quite the question, but I'm going to say the mistake most people make is they think they have to dive in with a table of contents and an outline and a structure and all that. And I suggest we take a step back before you do all of that and just journal for a while. A while might be an hour, a week, a month, a year. We don't know. You will know though. I trust everybody's internal guidance system to know what's right for them. Because when you journal and you're just mind dumping, you're going to get to something underneath that's really valuable. So if everyone's told you, you should write a book about your weight loss system, you'll start journaling about that and being like, yeah, I could write about a weight loss system. But then really maybe what's underneath all that is how 
exploring your emotions helped you actually lose weight. Or maybe what's underneath was when I finally found my personal style, I didn't need to lose weight or want to lose weight anymore. I just wanted to look good, right? So sometimes if you just journal, you get underneath what the real subject is. I'm not saying you shouldn't write a book about losing weight if that's what you want to write a book about. But sometimes there's something underneath what other people are telling you you should write the book about. So when you get to that, that's where the magic starts to happen. And that's when you can start outlining your book. But you've got to get to what your real expertise is, where your real voice is, what it is you really want to say that's going to be from your heart that makes you stand out from every other person out there who might have something similar to say. But do you have any examples? Because I know you've worked with lots and lots of clients. Do you have any examples of people that you've worked with? They just knew their book was about this. But then when you guys started working together, it really, they found out it was like something completely different. Absolutely. The most famous book maybe that we've published, one of the most famous is about a woman who uh, broke her boyfriend out of prison. And her story was all over America's Most Wanted and CNN. And she's been all over the news. And she brought us her manuscript, which was her story. But when we started really digging in together, and she's talked about this, so I'm not outing her, right? But when we really started digging in together, we realized that what she really wanted to write about was not her story that everybody already knew, but her internal transformation and what she went through and what led her to that decision to actually become a criminal, right? She'd been like, stay at home mom. And what was that process internally? And when she really leaned into that, the story just took off and it totally changed direction. I have another a woman who wrote a book about having a stroke and it was started out about all of the medical stuff and what was going on. But again, it turned out to be her transformation and what happened years after she had the stroke and how her life changed and what she learned from that experience. So it's not that the book will change subjects necessarily, but the motivation and the heart part might come out, we hope will come out more. So does that happen to the writer or does that happen in discussions with like you, the publisher, or yeah. can it happen in both places? Yeah, it can happen both places. And that's a great question. Very often we get manuscripts and we read them and they're dry. And, it, and it's not because of the writing, it's just there's not enough heart in them. And it's very difficult for a writer to give us a manuscript to start with and be open to feedback. And then when we say, we'd like more of your heart, we'd like some more personal stories in it. Sometimes we're like, no, I can't do that. But that's where the transformation comes, both for the writer and for the reader. I would think that would be scary because you're opening yourself up to criticism and to show your warts and all to the world. That's yeah. usually the what happens is something horrible happened or you made a bad decision. And so that's why I like people to journal first, if they can. Um, but if they didn't do that part and they wrote an outline or they wrote a manuscript or they have 10,000 words or whatever it is, we'll evaluate it. We'll work with them. We'll help them. And I would guess that journaling people, I don't want people to get bogged down in the tactics. You can do it in a Google Drive file. You can handwrite it. You can don't get too wild and crazy about where am I going to journal? And the reason I like to call it journaling is because it takes away the pressure of thinking someone else is going to read it. And it allows you to just self-explore. Like I said, it may just be an hour, maybe a year. We don't know that piece. If you get lots of clarity and excitement in an hour after journaling, that's amazing. And I would guess that's your individual portal to opening up that inspiration. So keep journaling every day and start your writing about. Like I said, I would be a terrible writer, but what about someone who really hates writing? They yeah. just don't see themselves as a writer. They don't enjoy writing. Can these still write a book and should they still write a book? 
Yeah. If you're called to write a book, you should write the book. So if it's in your heart, if it's something that you're a little bit scared of, you should probably write a book. If it's something like, I don't want to do this. Oh, but I know I have to do it. Then you should probably write the book, right? I don't love to write. And that's one of the things I like to talk about because as a book publisher and someone who's helped so many writers, I think it helps identify with the other portion of the population that also doesn't really like to write so much. But I know it's important for me to write for my own personal journey, for me to explore what I want to say, and also to be an example and also to lead the way. So there's some tricks and some hacks and some things. Um, Often I'll take bits of podcasts that I do and rewrite them or get bullet points from it. If I think, oh, I want to write about that, I'll go back and listen and transcribe some of it. You can audio text yourself. You can have someone interview you. These are all things that we use all the time. They still need to be rewritten, though. You can't take a conversation and publish it. It doesn't read well. But they're hacks to get you started. Uh, Sometimes I'll just take one subject. I hate writing. And I'll just write about that for 15 minutes and just see what comes out and not worry about editing or anything yet. And then maybe I'll do exactly the same thing tomorrow on exactly the same bullet point. And I may get the same writing, but I may get something different. And if you set a timer for 15 minutes, it's not so bad. And all of us can write for 15 minutes, even though we may not like it. And so part of it is getting over yourself of the belief that you hate writing. Because if you're called to write, it's probably a belief, a fear procrastination, scared you're not going to write the right stuff, afraid that someone's going to judge you for it. It's probably not that you hate writing so much or something else usually there. But there's all kinds of hacks and tricks and outline programs and so forth. So I write exactly like I speak, which is obviously a problem. (laughs) So I guess my question would be, so for someone like me, who would definitely write exactly the way I speak, is there like a editor or a ghostwriter or someone else you could come and take that and then turn into something they read? Like, I don't really understand like what a ghostwriter does. What, yeah. Do they write the book all by themselves? Do you give them all the points and they write it? Like, I don't understand any of that. A ghostwriter will interview you maybe once a day, once a week, depends what your contract says, and then write your story. So you're not writing anything. They're writing your story. You may have the opportunity to go read it and give feedback about points of the story that you don't like, but you're not going to write it. You're not going to have any chance to really edit it other than the point of the story. They will try to do it in your voice and they'll get to know your voice. And you're going to pay for that anywhere between probably $20,000 to $100,000 for a really well ghostwritten story. And we have ghostwriters that will do that for you. And we've worked with ghostwriters. And lots of people use ghostwriters, especially for business books, because you'll get that money back if you get a consulting fee or a speaking fee or something. But what you're talking about isn't ghostwriting. What you're talking about is you write in your voice. That's great. You get stuff written. That's perfect. You get it down on paper or on the computer, things in your head, it's out. That's absolutely perfect. Then it becomes an editor that you're going to work with. And the next step would be to have a developmental editor look at it or a manuscript review editor look at it just to see if it's in the right order, if it flows, if you should move the order of like chapter two and chapter three and flip them if there's big holes in it, like someone who does not know you just to read it just for content. This makes sense. Then the next step, after you get that feedback, the next step is then have a copy editor go through and clean it up so every sentence doesn't start with I, but you don't speak like that. So this is not anything to you. 
uh, right? Because you don't speak like that. But just to go through and make sure that um, it can still be conversational. So you're very conversational and your writing's probably full of stories. So we're not taking any of that out. We're just tightening it up a little bit. And that's what the copy editor will do. Yeah, sometimes even if we're writing a blog post, because often as business these business partners, we say we, and then it might switch to I. So right. we have to watch that throughout things that we write. Is it coming from your I? <laughs> yeah, and that editors do that all day, every day. That's just part of what an editor does. Make sure that all your tenses are consistent. Make sure that you're, if you're in first person or not, it's consistent all the way out. Those are things editors do. They're really good at it. Thank goodness. Yeah. I would think that I think my biggest issue would be remembering everything or remembering some of the details, because I know sometimes the stories, the best stories have the really tiny details that were important to know or that grabbed people and brought them into the story. Absolutely. And as you write it, you will remember details and you can have someone interview you about a specific story and you're writing it. So you get to make it up as well. You do. You get to make it up. It's your story. You get. And, and when people are, are giving stories of real life examples, I usually encourage them to take two or three different stories and merge them so nobody can recognize himself if they're reading the book, unless you have very specific permission. But, right. Yeah, that's a good point. So we're always embellishing and changing facts a little bit anyway, because if you're writing something, you're not doing like an autobiography or a biography where all the facts have to be exactly right. You're telling stories to illustrate a point. At what point should someone come to a publisher? Should it be when they have an outline or when they feel like it's almost done and they need an editor or, or any of those? Yeah, any of those. Every single publisher works differently. We have a program to help you get your book written. We have a program to help you publish your book. We have a program to help you market your book and become known based on your book, right? Some publishers only work on that publishing piece. So it depends on the publisher, but we have three programs and you can come in wherever you are. I think that's amazing. And I think it's perfect timing because I think with everyone getting ready to go into 2024 or 2024 has just started, it's gonna be a great time to think about, is this the year I'm gonna write a book? And, and if it's in your heart, if it's in your mind, my team and I help you. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us here again today. You always bring such wisdom to our podcast. We're so thrilled that you are here. We appreciate you and we appreciate all the insights that you bring. And for aspiring authors out there, be sure to go check out your website. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode and you are ready to leverage video marketing on all online platforms, or maybe even start your own video podcast, then you need to check out the Done For You and Done With You program at themarketingvaadvantage.com and take your business to the next level.